like I made of steel And I ain't finna pretend that I don't feel Just to be man enough Okay, so then I want to talk about Because since we are talking about that type of community I want to talk about what well we'll I'll start with the queer people first and then what has your relationship been like with and how and how has it evolved if it has with cishet men like black cishet men mm. in particular mm. um because uh and I guess mine has definitely evolved evolved Los Angeles changed that okay um because in I am I am one of those people that I very much so <clears throat> I reject before I am rejected. Okay. So I complete like literally from elementary, I just stopped fucking with straight people. And I didn't even know I was doing that, but straight <laughs> men, I just stopped fucking with you all together. I don't want I, I will make it known that I don't want your attention at all. Um and when I came to California was the first literally the first time in my entire life where I experienced being around like straight black men that were like cool with like just that was just okay with me showing up how I show because by the time I came out here I was just like look this is what it is take it or leave it but I I again I just made sure that I was not ever around those straight people but being in the industry that I work in I'm a writer most of a good 99% of the producers is niggas. hood niggas <laughs> so it was like but Shout out to the people at my old label um, because I literally, when I first met the producers that I worked with, it was strange to me to be like, just immediately like received and embraced in a good way from straight men. It was weird. Mm. And I legit, like when it first was, again, I was, I was just walking in like I was just, you know, like I normally do when I'm around straights. I don't, you know, I say hello yeah. and it's whatever. I will stay over here. I'm a, I'm a come and slay when it's time for me to write, just because you know that's what I do. Anti. But I don't want to. I, I want to have zero conversation with you because mm. it sucks to say this. Sorry. No, no, no please. <laughs> but like, we equate like. You just straight men be dumb, yeah. and, and I so I always be like, I don't want to yeah. talk to you anyway. You dumb anyway. I know you dumb because you you a straight black man. You a hood nigga. You dumb. So I don't want to talk to you anyway. Mm. So it's just meeting those people and like all of them are like hood niggas, mm. and they just immediately fucked with me from jump because I again I came in with my little shorts because I'm gonna do that. So it has evolved tremendously from being in LA because I this is the first place that I've ever gone where I have encountered straight black men that are just comfortable being around me and like they fuck with me in a real like in a real way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's evolved, but yeah. Go off. Mm -hmm. Um for me I just never felt safe around cis hetero black men as a as a preteen teen going into barbershops, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Going into, you know, school, you know what I'm saying? Going sometimes even in college. I don't think I fully became comfortable around cis hetero black men until after I reconnected with my biological father. Mm. Damn. And the turning point was that in reconnecting with him, he was like, well, Junior, I don't give a fuck what you do. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. I don't give a fuck who you love. Mm -hmm. I don't give a fuck, you know, long as you safe, long as mm -hmm. you're not fucking with nobody, I mm -hmm. support you 150%. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And, you know, he brought me into int the introduction of the rest of my, you know, my family and connection to him. And, you know, they all showed same love, kept mm -hmm. the same energy. Yeah, that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Created that safe haven, gave me that safety, gave me that security. Um, and, you know, introduced me to my, my first big gay cousin, you know what I'm saying? Oh, like someone that I could actually go to and talk to and have conversation with and all of those things. And I think having that foundation, once I moved to LA, um, you know, kind of gave me that. I still treaded very lightly, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because we just don't know mm -hmm. other people, period. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think I'll say once I started taking my music career seriously mm -hmm. um, and, and started exploring that um, and just getting more comfortable in my artistic skin, that's where a lot of my sexuality started to show. Mm -hmm. um, and from that, 
you know, it was kind of just to take it or leave it. Mm-hmm. Um, currently, one of my writing partners um, for this duo we have called Two to Many. Shout out to my brother Marcus. He is a cis hetero black man, mm-hmm. but we write together mm-hmm. and we make music together, and it's these two perspectives of mm-hmm. a queer black man, queer mm-hmm. black non- non-binary man, and a cis-hetero black man that are creating this music together, having these messages, whether they be gender neutral, whether we singing about niggas, whether we singing about bitches. Mm-hmm. And I'm the ones usually doing a demo. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, that's just, that's just what it gives in that moment. Um, but I think, yeah, that turning point for me was for sure having the support. And the backing, like, anybody gonna fuck with Junior Junior? I wish somebody mm-hmm. would try to, nigga, I fly to L.A. right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I took that with me, like, yeah, you know, I'm gay or I identify as this, but don't fuck yeah, with me. Don't fuck with me. Because you, know, you don't know my daddy. <laughs> so, yeah, that was me. For sure. Yeah, I, I would honestly say my relationship with uh, his head, black man, has not changed. Um, I feel like it's it's always been consistent. I mean, as I was saying earlier, you know, like I feel like I've, for the most part, always been myself, you know, even when I was younger and maybe I demonstrated some things that, you know, obviously gave signs that like I was gay. Yeah. Um, I, I think I still had that respect to a certain degree from like the young black boys who was like, you know, within my vicinity, you know, mm-hmm. Uh, my, my father, you know, had been in politics, you know, since I was seven years old. Uh, he's, like, currently the mayor. So, I mean, I think that also coupled with, like, you know, I was one of those folks who was, like, known in school, whether it's for, like, academics or just mm. whatever else it was. Yeah. I think even going to college, I was in a fraternity. Uh, you know, maybe it could also be attributed to the fact that, like, I, I think especially as I got older, I wasn't necessarily, like, feminine presenting as some people would say you right. know, some people would say like oh when they first met me they never would have known I was gay and so I told them you know so mm-hmm. maybe that has something to do with it but I think that like through and through I've always tried to be myself and for me it was always you can know that like I'm gay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you can like it or you cannot like it mm-hmm. but as long as you respect me it's, it's, it's cool yeah. and the reason why I bring up the point around like you know the way I present is because taking a point uh, with my fraternity, okay. um, you know, myself and someone else was able to get into our fraternity. It was known that we were gay. Wow. However, um, there was someone else who was gay who was more feminine presenting, mm-hmm. and they did not allow this individual to join the fraternity mm-hmm. wow. because uh, they didn't feel like he was uh, holding himself up like a man. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> so, um, I, I, so I would say in, in my experience, I think that that's why my relationship hasn't changed. I mean, growing up with, with like so many, you know, cousins and all of that yeah. stuff, like, I can always hold my own as well. So it's like I can, you know, be as gay as I want to be. I can be walking in the hood or whatever else. I don't have any fear fear in that. Yeah. Um, and I think, like, I've just kind of, like, carried that same energy. So it's like, you know, right now, you know, if, if I need to go somewhere as a bunch of black men in a barbershop or whatever else, I feel comfortable being there because if you say something that, like, you know, I necessarily don't like, I'm going to let you know that I did not like that. Yeah. And just as you probably be saying something that's going to make me feel uncomfortable, yeah. I'm also going to say something that's going to make you feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. as well. And I think that just, like, um, having that sense of, of security and I think also, I think, confidence in myself that I think my parents really instilled in me was something that I think guarded me from feeling... Um, I think whatever fears and insecurities that like I potentially could have felt. I mean, because I, I think I've calmed down a lot now. But I used to be a fucking firecracker, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I would be the because you had to be instigating, mm-hmm. you know. Like something you said, someone don't like. Like hey, like I'm on your ass. I'm gonna let you know this. Right. Like you mm-hmm. know. So um, yeah. So I think my my relationship is still the same. It's 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 built on respect. You know, mm-hmm. I'm a gay man. I am who I am. You're gonna respect me. Cool. Like you can you can talk shit behind my back yeah. all day long. But once mm-hmm. you come in my presence, mm-hmm. you should know how to carry yourself with me. But also know that if I heard about that, I'm gonna like. Yeah, I'm gonna like let you know. Too. <laughs> but, yeah. So, uh, so uh, I have a question. Then. Okay. Maybe it's a two part question. Yeah. Okay. To, to this is hmm, how like how do you okay? I want to know then what. Like, what do cishet black men do? And and I don't want to 
spark mm-hmm. any traumas. I, I don't want us to go down a, a very dark rabbit hole right. here mm-hmm. because I like I know what I hear and how it like kind of triggers me and mm-hmm. I, and, and like and I'll say like you know that's kind of homophobic and mm-hmm. like oh here we go right like the, mm-hmm. the, it's it's it, for for cishet black men it, it's just as bad as white men being called racist right mm-hmm. well you know it's racist to call me racist you know it's right. just like oh my god it could calm down mm-hmm. right so what are things said to make it known for y'all like that this is not a safe space or that clearly this 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 cishet black man does not like me he's he's like it even got to be said but, okay look at the way he's walking oh or or just a, or sometimes sorry for cutting you off it can mm-hmm. be just as simple as sitting inside of a barber shop and all of the conversations that they have is centered around um, just the traditional man-woman relationship. Totally. And mm-hmm. so to Julius's point, even without them saying it directly, mm-hmm. you can tell that their energy is very uninviting to mm-hmm. anything beyond that. Mm-hmm. And so it, it, it can be like those very direct things of, of mm-hmm. being called a faggot or, or look at the way you walk, why are you sitting like that? Or it can mm-hmm. be the very nuanced, you know, actions or... or even beyond like the words of it all, but even like, you know, if someone who is more feminine presenting walks into the room, all eyes look, and then you can tell everyone kind of mm-hmm. gravitates yeah. more. Yeah. 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 You know, uh-huh. so yeah. That's a, yeah, it's, it's not even, honestly, it's my experiences, Nothing is ever said. It's always but body language, it. and yeah. they and they and they not gonna talk to you, mm. especially if like if it's just you. Like uh, I will speak for specifically the because mo- most times I'm around them is in work situations. Okay, I will literally, come, especially if there's an artist coming and it's a girl. Mm-hmm. If I'm there early, if I'm there before the artist and it's like some producer I don't know really, and we ain't never. And but I'm obviously because I feel like I I feel like at this point in my life. When I walk into spaces, my energy, even though for the most part, I'm a little bit more fit, masculine presenting than other people, mm-hmm. I still I feel like my energy still walks in and says, hey, I'm, I'm gay as hell. Mm-hmm. So you will I have legit sat in silence waiting on artists for like 20, 30 minutes with niggas because they you, you know that they don't want to engage with you. Mm-hmm. So it's like shit like that. They don't it's really nothing that's ever really said, but they make it known that. You are not the type of nigga I fuck with, and I don't. And it's probably like one, and I don't want you getting the wrong idea, or I don't want nobody like that. So it's yeah, it's just a it's a it's an energy thing for the most part. I think that also goes back to our earlier point too. It's like it's it's always so fascinating to me how straight men just automatically think that a gay man oh, wants damn. them, or that they're going to disrespect them, like, coming on to them. Or I also yeah. feel like the it's, way, like, the way niggas make it out to be is, is like, I'm gonna catch it. Like, if, I, yeah. if I'm around you, nigga, I'm gonna I'm I'm catch, catch it. the game. I'm gonna catch like, the game. It's gonna rub off, <laughs> yeah, gonna rub off. Like, 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 how I hear, like, like men talk to each other, I'm just like, or just men, period. Like, when it yeah. comes, like, ah, oh, well, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it, it, it's not COVID. Like, right. It, right. <laughs> now, if that's the case, I should be the straightest man in this room. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> do, do, um, do you have something on that? Um, I feel like. Shout out to female barbers. Okay. Because there was my my former barber, and she was in an all-male barber shop. Mm -hmm. But I would go to her. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, And you would still have all the men talking about whatever they're talking about. Um, You know, casual conversation, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And, you know, I would go in. Head not, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What's up? What's you good? know what I'm saying? What's good? Like, it's universal, baby. Give everybody they they yeah, do. They do. Yeah. And I sit in my little seat and yeah. I wait for my people already to get there. Yeah. You feel yeah. me? Um, so yeah, it definitely comes from from body language. It definitely feels energetic. Um, but I can say for me, I think that I've always had a very neutral for lack of a better word type of placement of energy for myself to where even if i'm not directly yes girl you feel me like get it gives you know i can i can still exist within a space and cis hetero man be like you cool bro Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and i can appreciate that for me because i don't 
I guess toward towards your point of I'm not trying to push it on you. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to make you feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but at the same token, I'm still going to be very much myself. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to talk about bitches, nigga, I can talk about the niggas that okay. I want to do just as much as okay. you want to. See, but I, I think I, that's funny when, when uh, like, it, like, I don't know, it's, it's such a thank you for the conversation, mm-hmm. right? Because it's like, I feel like then the dynamic of your relationship with cis black men is mm-hmm. not bent on thriving, it's bent on survival, mm-hmm. right? Yes. It's about putting yourself in a space to like, mm-hmm. if there's a fire, where's my nearest exit, yeah. yes. right? If there, mm-hmm. if something is said that is triggering, I can make sure like mentally, spiritually, I got, I got the exit, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, in a weird way. And I wanna then maybe kinda, like, yeah, because, like, wh- why is it, why does it feel like, uh, it doesn't feel like me, but, like, for cishet men, like, you're pushing on me if you're, as a queer man, expressing yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? So so then I, I kind of want to know, because I don't want to be, like, the the exception to the rule. Right. Mm-hmm. I know what I might do, but that's how, what, what I might do. What does comfort in community with cishet black men look like to you? What is that? I mean, it's going to be energetic, right? Yeah. So how do you know and how, what, what is that feeling of when you are comfortable with a Acknowledge me. Like, acknowledge me in a way that does not, acknowledge me in a way that you, like, the the same way you would acknowledge your straight friend or whatever, mm-hmm. I want to be, I want to be acknowledged and respected in that same way. Like, it shouldn't, it shouldn't, like, it, I shouldn't be made to feel that otherness when I come into your presence. And every time, it's always that. In the barbershops, mm-hmm. in the whatever, it's like you... They, you're made to feel that otherness. Rather, it's intentional or otherwise, you're mm-hmm. made to feel that. I think that that's kind of where, like, don't, like, you you head nod me and you speak to me just because kind of you have to. Like, if I, w- if I wasn't potentially paying you at this barbershop, you probably you, wouldn't you even acknowledge my, my presence. So it's like, I feel like that's where it can begin is just acknowledge me and respect me in a way that, and I don't know how to. I don't know how to make it. I, now the thing is, like, I don't know how to make it feel authentic from someone who, because mm-hmm. you might not feel the. You know, you honestly might not feel, you know, that way. But I guess you got to fake it till you make it. But I think that's can that can be where it starts. Oh well, black men are real good at that. At least like making act like we give yeah. a fuck about about women. Like <laughs> like you, you can perform that way just yeah. in your pants. Like yeah. you, like I don't know. Clearly, you're good at faking it. Like you give a fuck about somebody. Mm-hmm. Like and I'm. Again, y'all get mad at me, right? But I, I think certain men are gonna get that, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It, it's gonna come across like clearly you can fake and act like you give a fuck where she work, who her family mm-hmm. is, where where, where mm-hmm. she come from, just enough to get in her pants, right? Yeah. And maybe vice versa, women can do the same, or in, mm-hmm. in the queer community we can do the same thing. But it's right. like people can clearly act like they give a fuck mm-hmm. about somebody authentically and mm-hmm. honestly give a fuck about somebody. Mm-hmm. We we can't act. Yeah, we might want something in return, but like we can act like that. So mm-hmm. heard. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Mike, I like what the things that Judas was saying, but I think for me it's more so around, I, and again, this goes back to like, what I may be saying is, comes comes off as, I think, condescending, but my issue is always, I don't feel, a, and again, I want to make the note of saying everything I'm saying is not meant to overgeneralize, because obviously I know every heterosexual black man, since that's what we're talking about, you know, is 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 dumb. But I think my issue comes in where I feel like so many show that they lack the range. Mm-hmm. The range to, to, to think critically. Mm-hmm. The range to have a conversation that has depth, that mm-hmm. has understanding, that has compassion. Mm-hmm. So I don't need you to put on the front, you know, or mm-hmm. whatever else you're doing to, to make me feel accepted or whatever else. Because again, this is going to be fake, you know? Mm-hmm. I want you to, because again, I don't need you to, to do anything to make me feel comfortable because I'm going to show, I'm going to be myself, I'm going to be comfortable. And again, Regardless. if you try to do something mm-hmm. to make me feel uncomfortable, I'm going to also make you feel uncomfortable and let you know that like I'm not one of those other men that you can play with in that way. Yeah. And so for me, it's more so about those straight black men doing the work for themselves mm-hmm. when I'm not in the room to educate themselves, mm-hmm. to find understanding. Then you can come to me and, and try to have a conversation where I'm more so happy to like, you know, answer questions that you may have, help you to get the additional understanding that you can't get from a book or reading something on Google. Mm-hmm. So that's where I personally need a straight black man to start at. Educate yourself before you before you come here mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I'm not the, the gay black man that's gonna give you what you think you're gonna get if you go to someone else. I'm gonna yeah. 
you know. And, so and, and, and to your point about overgeneralizing too, because like you know, I I've been a little fiery as well about yeah. like cishet black men. I think what offends you reveals you. Mm-hmm. So it's like I think there's going to be a large cohort of black men that hear them say heard already. They clearly mm-hmm. ain't talking to me because mm-hmm. you know exactly. not the I have one gay friend, but like yes. mm-hmm. damn, I'm, I'm everybody gay. Like you know, I, I think there's going to be black men that watch this and be like say heard, and then you are going to have the people that are going to listen to it and be like. See them in there, just upset about it, right? Yeah. And, and I feel like, yeah, we talking to you. <laughs> like, I mean, right? well, I'm pretty sure. Also, those same men that you just referred to, they were gone as soon as I said I slid my hand. <laughs> oh, for and sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, they, right, yeah, they probably said, oh no, mm-mm, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, both good points from from the guys. I. I would just say, even if you don't want to do the the research for yourself, um, just having a sense of openness to be willing to have the conversation mm-hmm. with someone. I think for me, what I would want is just, James, what does this mean? Or mm-hmm. when somebody says this, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Or like, I mean, if 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 there is a certain level of comfortability and understanding and, you know, so on and so forth, safety, mm-hmm. um, James, what was this like for you? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. how did, you know, and, and just having conversation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just creating that space to where, you know, my story doesn't necessarily speak for all queer men, but mm-hmm. you have the perspective of what that looks like in someone's life, mm-hmm. and you can take that and do the research. You can mm-hmm. take that and have more conversations. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 10,000%. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. I don't, I don't put too much pressure on it because... People can only meet you as deeply as they met themselves, which comes from the depth, which comes mm-hmm. from, you know, the understanding and, you know, the the critical thinking of it all, which yeah. all of that I was like, yeah. speak, yeah. 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 speak. Yeah. Well, because no. I, I think it's like, it, I think to be comfortable with, to with other people, you have to be comfortable with yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like that's why there is a place of contention with black men and patriarchy mm-hmm. because I think when there seems to be these social infringements mm-hmm. on it, like, Oh, this is not. Mm-hmm. You're not meant. Like, like we're sitting here, and it's like, ah, uh, and it's like, nigga, because you're still sitting here trying to define what that is for you. Yeah, let yeah. go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you ain't gonna please your parents. You ain't gonna please society. Yeah. Let mm-hmm. it go. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's where that contention is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because th- there's really not. Like I do hear like from these toxic cishet channels. Even your Kevin Samuels, you're fresh and fit. Like mm-hmm. it's uh, it, to me, it sounds like men crying out yes definitely and I, so i hear it like i feel bad when i when i don't when i see people getting off to to that shit i say oh i said mm-hmm. black man like come here just get mm-hmm. the hug get the hug dog like mm-hmm. like like it's not like it, it, crying ain't going ain't going yeah you're gonna wake up tomorrow and be gay yeah. like it, it's or, or does it make you less of a man yeah. it, it's just like but i see you so bad like so wanting to hold on to this idea of masculinity and i mm-hmm. think that yeah. why or maybe just are, wanting to let go and just let go mm-hmm. right and it, you it, don't feel like you can yeah. well and so it's taking it's taking those old chapters right yeah. and that's what I, I think that's what the mental health that we go through in those yeah. journeys mm-hmm. are it's like you're trying to use a blueprint from a model forever and yes. a day ago that didn't work then that, that didn't work then yes. mm-hmm. but that, that model, wasn't meant to work for you then yes. but that home still kept you safe yeah and so that's what it is it's like you're trying to let go surrender and say okay so here's this new life here's this new beingness here's this new identity that i want yeah mm-hmm. and y- you're you knew this model worked you knew this firmware this download it worked you don't know if mm-hmm. this it served you this new it, yeah. it, it gave you what you needed mm-hmm. it served you and so that's where we're at. That's why, like, the anxiety is there. That's why the depression is there is because you're you're trying, you're holding on so badly trying to operate on Windows 98. Me. Mm-hmm. But, nigga, we, we running on Windows 20 right now. Yeah. Like, it, it ain't going, it, <laughs> it's not realistic. <laughs> it's not, that's my girl with the water bottle talk. Bruh, like, it's, it's not realistic, right? So, that's yeah. good. That's good. Yeah. How does how you physically present? Like, I want to... Pretty much I want to talk about the more mask presenting mm-hmm. queer people or straight people and the less or the more gender neutral presenting people. How do, how has that played into like how you are, how you kind of do life and so in, in, in social settings and however, how, what have you? I feel for the, for the longest time I've always tried to be masculine presenting as far as the pants, the mm-hmm. shirt, the, you know, the chains, the fedora hat, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Just recently, 
Have I busted out a skirt? <laughs> <laughs> Just recently, have I busted out? out? You know, mm-hmm. and for that, that was a very pivotal turning point for me mm-hmm. because it was like, nigga, you come out in a skirt in Los Angeles, like niggas are gonna pick on you, niggas are gonna look at you when mm-hmm. funny, you know. I feel what I'm like saying? this might be the, the safest market to do it in. I don't know. <laughs> right? I was like, I, but again, that's yeah. the, it starts inside, right? Yeah, it starts yeah. internal. You know what I mean? So. Um, thinking that within myself for the longest time, I res- I resisted, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Or I, I refused because mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not going to put myself in the position to be any type of mm-hmm. triggered, touched, mm-hmm. harmed, mm-hmm. any of that, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Out of fear. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like stepping into that has only given me more confidence in, in the, in the, in being, you know, non-binary and gender neutral. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll give you an example of that because my fashion is very eclectic. Anyone who knows that knows that about yeah, me. Yeah. Um, but one thing I'll say is that Janelle Monet, who, you know, kind of models Queen. herself off Love of Prince, um, identifies with this concept of being a free ass motherfucker, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. So I was like, "Oh, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to be." Yeah. Um, and taking that into into myself and into my fashion and how I present, um, I remember that there was one conversation I was having with a cis black hetero male, um, and he was like, "James, you know what I like about you?" And I was like, "What?" And he was like. Nigga, you be wearing some crazy shit. <laughs> but no matter what you wear, like, it's you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, thanks. Mm-hmm. Because you recognize that. And regardless of what I do wear or what I don't wear or how I choose to present, like, that's not going to change whether or how appealing it looks masculine or feminine-wise. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um Child, no shade. Like I'm ready to wear less clothing <laughs> at, this, hey, at this point in the game. Okay. You know what I mean? Hey, like, it's summer. I don't know what to tell you. Like, come so, on. So yeah, but that's that's where I'm at with it. Um, I have. I think I have always, to a degree, I feel. Well, I've always kind of been quote unquote masculine presenting. Because when I did finally like come out. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a whole lot of the, or the thing I get a lot from most, well, from most people, mm-hmm. um, was like, oh, I never would have knew if you didn't open your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Like, that's the most, I have friends that thought that I was sub? straight. Is, is, is that a, is that like a. I don't, I don't kind of, I don't kind of like it. It can, it, it can, it can be. It can be a little thorn. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't yeah. want to hold you back yeah. in the day. It did kind of make me feel good. Okay. Because you was like, I'm like, I can pull, I'm giving I can pull it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. like, I'm giving For nigga. queer man, that was the thing. Yes. I'm giving yeah, I'm trade. Giving I'm, giving, yeah. I'm giving nigga out here. Yeah. And then after a while, it made me be like, bitch, I am a whole, like, get all this gay. I want you to get all of this. Like, I don't want, I don't want it to be like, ooh, I thought, no, girl, I want you to know what it is because mm-hmm. we're your brother. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. Like, I have always, it, it kind of has never made navigating life any like any quote-unquote easier mm-hmm. for me uh particularly because i feel like again like i said i feel like my energy enters spaces before me and people like be knowing mm-hmm. um so yeah i don't i don't know but as a i it does play a role in i guess because oh, I, I feel like i do kind of date a little heteronormative Ooh, yes, very much so. and that's the topic but but that's i, I mean but i can't time. it's one of those things where i'm very i'm attracted to very specific types just say it just say, it. say what that i love i i love effeminate men mm-hmm. i love but i love okay i will say this well i just know uh, i don't like hyper masculinity like okay. you'll never catch me with no hood nigga that's never gonna happen i didn't i didn't never used to fuck with dl niggas None of that shit. Like, I, I need to know that there is sugar in the tank and quite a bit of it. Yeah. So, I want, like, I don't I know. And I just, I, I would love a full bag <laughs> and then a little scoop from somebody, a little agave. But, like. <laughs> it's the agave. I want some stevia. Because I love, I love a man. It's attractive to me. I think I love. Somebody said to me that I think that I love androgyny and I think that that's spot on. Okay. Because I there's something about like there's something that draws me to femininity in men that it cuz 
girl, uh, it could be the same girl and she giving the same thing, but you're not giving it to for me. Yeah. Because mm. it's something about that nigga that, but he like also like, I don't know. I love this. So I think that maybe that's what it is, but. It was opposite for me. I had, I wanted the, the nigga lookalikes. Mm. Because that's what society gave us, right? Yeah, that's gotcha. what we were always exposed mm-hmm. to. So like dating my ex mm-hmm. who gave you both mm-hmm. that was confusing to me mm-hmm. and it was a point of acceptance for myself mm-hmm. in seeing that in someone else mm-hmm. that was the catalyst for me to really mm-hmm. take off and give what free, I'm giving now you, yeah. Yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying so mm-hmm. I feel like I'm like the I don't know complete, I'm the complete opposite <laughs> that's why um, our friendship works yeah. you will never fight <laughs> over no niggas period like, <laughs> I, I want him to be like muscular with some tats you know I always say like I want to feel like he can pick up and throw me across the room oh, you know like oh. I, you know like I, yeah something very very <laughs> very very specific um, and, and, I, and I don't necessarily think it's because of like what society has you know imposed I think just again going back to childhood I've always known yeah. I do not like a woman yeah. and so mm-hmm. if a man reminds me of a woman I just completely get turned off Word. Um, yeah 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 and so I, I think I've always noticed that, uh, and I think just going back to your original question in regards to just presentation, I felt I felt like you know just growing up, obviously always dressed like a boy, you know that's what you know mm-hmm. my mom, what my dad put me on, like just mm-hmm. the, the natural thing. But I mm-hmm. think also as I as I've grown, I feel like still just dress dressing in the, the typical masculine presenting fashion is also just what fits me naturally. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so I think for me, it's more so about what do I feel good in? Mm-hmm. If I get up, I look in my mirror, do I feel okay wearing this? Yeah. yeah I think that that's what I base mine off of. So that means like I, I have a tummy heel figure crop top, you know? Um, if I put that on and I feel like my abs are, you know, popping and everything, I feel good in that. Like yeah. I, I will wear that. So I think it's just more so about like a, what I'm comfortable in. And I just think that um, just just by default, like just how I'm showing up now in whatever way is just like what it is. You know, I, I think to something that you said earlier, Julius, is that like I sometimes walk into a space and I'm just like, how did y'all not know I'm gay? Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm thinking like, you know, yeah. hey, I'm, I'm giving you gay or whatever. Yeah. But to other folks, it's like, oh, no, you don't you don't present that way. Mm-hmm. And so it's not something that like I. I try to do to like I think disguise mm-hmm. the fact that like I'm gay because I want people to know. Yeah. But I think at the same time I'm also not going to act beyond who I am mm-hmm. to also like you know make that be a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's a, uh, I, I guess how I'd answer that too is because like I've always really liked dressing and I and I really mm-hmm. like. I like dressing. I, I like I do not like looking like other people. Period. Mm-hmm. I will say that. Right, mm-hmm. so it's like no matter what, like I can respect anybody's individualistic like style, gangster. Mm-hmm. Like I grew up as a fan of Michael Jackson, as a fan of yeah. Prince. Yeah. So I was like, if they can wear that, regard, uh, I'm like, their sexuality didn't even matter to yeah, me. You know all. what I'm saying? Yeah. Even though it, to me, it, it was like it looked like power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like to me, it just looked like how Prince owned the stage. I was like, that's power. Yeah. Like. I know, I, I always say, I said, like, I feel like I, I, I love women who probably are not into me, but I was like, I'm like, I think I'm so attracted to, like, to Janelle Monae. Mm-hmm. Like, I see it, and it's like, I've always, like, like certain, even androgynous women, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my God, there's mm-hmm. something about, like, black women that shave their head. I'm like, mm-hmm. I said, oh my God, the one, like, your crown, like, you shaved it off, and you want to reclaim all your power without mm-hmm. your hair, and a black yeah. woman's relationship with your hair. I'd exactly. be like, mm-hmm. I'm like, huh. Like I'm I'm mm-hmm. in it like yeah, I and yeah. so I I realize even with, like I love hearing your your like your types and it's like mm-hmm. oh I like really a feminine or I'm like because then I realize sometimes like I don't want the like I don't want a Disney princess girl yeah. like you know what I'm saying like yeah. I always like the like I like a what's brave yeah oh girl like I'm yeah. like give me uh, the girl yeah. who, give me Mulan give me girl who go <laughs> fight with me like you know what I'm saying like I'll make a man out of you will shit okay. you know dog like I'm I'm with it right yeah. where, where it's like yeah like I'm not like I'm never intimidated I'm like. Uh, infatuated and turned mm-hmm. on by like mm. powerful presenting women and I'm not saying that like I want a woman to like you know look like me or like yeah, dress like yeah. a man exactly mm-hmm. but like the the androgynous the, how you can flirt with your femininity and your masculinity mm-hmm. all in one being mm-hmm. is 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 just com- like it confounds me mm-hmm. right and so 
I've I've been someone who you know if I started wearing tight pants before everyone started mm-hmm. Hoochie Daddy shorts before everybody wanted you know it's like mm-hmm. people said oh I'm not sure they didn't know how to gauge it yeah mm-hmm. so, sometimes and I'm not saying it, it was always a thing but like I just know sometimes you can see people's mm-hmm. mind trying to make sense right. of me mm-hmm. because I didn't come through looking the exact way and then right. I think yeah. you, you put on oh, you talk right on top of that. Mm. It's like I'm always going to be in category or definition, even yeah. though I know who I am at the end of the day. I know yeah. what I like. Yeah. But it, it's um, presentation for me. I, I, I like to subvert expectation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if I'm going if I'm going to rock the crop top. It just don't feel right. Like, right. I want, I, I'm, try, I'm just trying to figure it out, to be honest. I'm like, I want to. You got to get you an asymmetrical one. Yeah, like, it has to fall in the right. right. Yeah. I, mean, yeah, like, <laughs> I run, I'm like, the sit-ups are right. But like, you know, but for me, it's like, yeah, because I, I, like, I'm just, I'm growing to just not really give a fuck. Yeah, you know too. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm really growing to not. And it's like, if it, if, if, it, if you feel powerful, like, mm-hmm. ain't nobody was like, bagging on Mike. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody, yeah. you know, people always gonna say like, Prince is Prince. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then they can get bitches. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I wanted to bring that point up because you know? it's so interesting to me how someone like a Prince, yeah. you know, he can wear what he wants to wear. You know, he gets all of this respect. Totally. You know, again, because of his status. Totally. But if mm-hmm. he was just a regular, mm-hmm. everyday person, totally. he would not be respected yeah. in the yep. same way. Yeah. Like, and, what, and what is it, right, about that game, that status? And I think it's like, I think about like the hip hop movement in like the mm-hmm. 90s and I think mm-hmm. 90s TV where, because he had status, because he was so good in so many people, mm. so many women were just like, ah, yeah. you gotta have you. It's it, yeah. it, 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 so it's like I think that's what that's why like it, like I grew up with a dad who said that like I'm not a you know I, I'm they not said the use... same thing about Luther. <laughs> Mm. Oh, yeah. And Luther was seeing the women's panties. No, but it's interesting. Like, but the boxes. You, you said Luther. I think Whitney. And it's interesting how, as wow. like, as a black yeah. culture, wow. we conveniently choose yes. where it makes sense, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Because w- women threw their panties at Prince. It's like, hey, a nigga Prince, he crazy, but mm-hmm. like, uh, but I, I just what I hear. I, I'm not one to say bitches, but like you know, but like mm-hmm. it's jarring because yeah, that's what it is. But when men's be like, hey, but nigga get bitches, mm-hmm. you yeah. know. But yeah. then insert Luther, the voice of an angel. He's incredible. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, uh, who? He's not a background singer. He's a main feature. He's a, mm-hmm. uh, so y- you know, like L- Luther Gay. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Like, anyway, yeah. anyway, look. So, so what I was saying <laughs> is, it's like it immediately changes. Yeah. Same with Whitney, man. Like I see both of them dying in ways of just extreme heartbreak mm. and not being able to like really live authentically to themselves and how mm, yes. we're able to celebrate someone's authenticity when it's palpable to our context. Yeah. Yeah. We can yep. say like, oh, Prince can wear whatever he wants because women throwing panties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Luther can do whatever he wants to do behind closed doors. Yeah. But because women are throwing panties. Mm-hmm. Whitney has Winnie has the best voice we've ever heard. Yeah. So whatever she does behind closed doors, like we 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 compartmentalize and we closet mm-hmm. certain parts of these people's mm-hmm. lives yeah. and their identities just when it like because for us to better understand and yeah. and I, I feel like and anyway to answer mm-hmm. your question about presentation. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I want to circle back and talk about family. Okay. Um. How has or has it uh family accept probably mainly for my queer people how has family acceptance like kind of impacted or has it the way that you kind of like love on yourself and present in the world yourself that was hard for me um and that's all t it was very very hard for me um in certain ways to where i'm still working through traumas now Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like just because of upbringings and things of for me growing mm. up too fast mm. uh, being being an adult as the child mm. that was the first mm. thing for me mm-hmm. um i think everything that came with that was very was very difficult i think when my sexuality came into play that was just not necessarily well i guess at that point the monkey wrench in the machine Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like i'm already trying to be the perfect son which is people pleasing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um you know i'm already trying to stay out of the way and you know not get in trouble and keep my grades up and so on and so forth and rather than take up space rather than take up space Mm -hmm. be myself be authentic you know what i mean um and I think I had to, and still have to, in this current standing, 
um, forgive myself and mm-hmm. forgive my family mm-hmm. daily mm-hmm. Um, to the point of what it looks like currently is correcting my family and my aunts when, you know, mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. go off. Yeah, I don't need you to do all that. I don't need you. <laughs> I'm not that gay. Because you're the total shift. When they talk right. to each other, it's completely different, but they yeah. talk to you and suddenly it has to like, mm-hmm. they feel like they have to translate. You have to, give me, you have to yeah. give me all the lingo. You have to give me all the, and it's like, no, yeah. I, I don't need that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I just need you to show up authentically in the way that yeah. I am your son. I'm your nephew. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and do that. Um, respect. Mm-hmm. at the end of the day like because i always held this um trauma memory in regards to oh he's just gonna go out and and fag out mm-hmm. you know what i mean and for me it was like no i'm going to california i'm going to accomplish my dreams and you're going to respect what i did mm-hmm. not because i'm gay yeah because i'm a fucking man and mm-hmm. i'm out here achieving my dreams yeah. and accomplishing my goals yeah. you know what i mean 100%. um so it, it looks like a lot of that for me and um even now showing up for myself in these spaces um, is setting boundaries, you know what I mean, with mm-hmm. with my with my mother at times, where it's like, girl, I can't make you do the work that you need to do for mm-hmm. yourself. Mm-hmm. I love you. Mm-hmm. Distance. Yeah. You know Plant what I'm saying? Season go. Plant yeah. Season go. Literally that. Literally that. So yeah. it looks like a lot of that for me right now. Um. So, I think for me, slightly different because when I came out. It, it literally, like, I know people always say, like, oh, a weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Mm. When I came out, I literally felt like I got so much lighter. Mm-hmm. And I think because I felt that, I didn't care about how my family responded to me being gay. Because I felt for the first time, like, your anxiety is like it's 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 subsiding like it's going away it's like oh you know just all of the the stress and stuff that like i was feeling that i i guess i didn't think i knew where it was coming from mm-hmm. but i think after i finally came out like it it hit me yeah and so i think that like you know when i came out my dad and i we argued we didn't talk for about three months when we tried to talk again it was like you could tell he had so much, like, built-in, like, I don't want to say hatred, but frustration, can't believe that, like, you know, I think one of the things he said to me was that, like, I didn't have a gay son. I said, well, you didn't have a straight one either. Mm. Damn. Um, Damn. And so it, it was a lot of that. And so, like, while I did, res- and, and again, like I said earlier, my dad and I was really close, but I think because of the fact that, like, I felt so much uh, freedom mm. in that moment, my happiness and my peace that like I was learning to experience for the first time ever yeah. trumped um, how my family felt about it. Wow. And I think also because again, like, you know, it was like to their detriment, like they did raise a, a very opinionated and strong minded and strong willed son. And I right. think that because I had that upbringing, I basically, I used it against them. Right. And because mm-hmm. of the fact that like I was, I felt so strong that I was going to be respected I think that it then in turn also play into like the respect and love I, you know, gave for myself. Now I will say like, you know, in relationships, you know, you know, I probably use some dumb shit like staying in toxic relationships or whatever, all that, you know, crazy shit like that or whatever, you know, as we all do. Mm-hmm. But I think that when it comes to like how I love myself and how I allow other people to love me and treat me, mm-hmm. I always make it very clear what it is I'm going to tolerate and what I'm not going to tolerate. Uh, and I think, again, it just, it, it, it comes from, like, the way they raised me. Yeah. And, and, again, just, like, just how freeing mm-hmm. it was for me once I finally had that that coming out experience and, and never wanting to go back into a box, never wanting to be in a situation where someone else was defining for me what love should look like for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and, mm-hmm. again, not accepting anything less from other folks who was coming into my space. And so... Again, I think just so much of self-love for me goes to, like, you know, respect. How I respect myself is going to be where you're going to show up at the table and give me the same respect as well. So I love that because mm-hmm. I'm learning a lot of that and what that looks like for me right now. Mm-hmm. So respect same. for that. Totally. Yeah. I feel that. Uh, my, my coming out experience, 
And I do feel like I'm still kind of navigating that, even in my big age. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> big age. My big age. But I, <laughs> I think that I, ours, my experience with, with, I would say more so my immediate family. Because oddly, like my all of my cousins and aunties and everything, it was nothing, it was nothing for them. Everybody's, they were fine. Um, in regards to my immediate family, like recently, my, I just told my, like, I just vocalized it to my dad, like, what, what was that, like, last Christmas mm-hmm. or whatever? Okay. But like he got you first, though. He did. Um, and, like. In what way? He, right. like. Context? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> did he beat you to come it out? Like, I'm confused. No, like, he kind of, like, he was just, it was very much so one of those, like, you didn't have to tell me that. Oh, uh, got it. Mm. One of those. Um, and it, it, it does feel like a weight. But then I do feel like partially because though I have vocalized this, it still is like a thing that just is not talked about. Right. Like we just don't talk about it. And I like this was the first the, the I, I had the experience for the first time of like bringing a man home. OK. And which I didn't. Well, I didn't even really do that because my mama came out here and she met, you know, but. I have yet to, it's still certain conversations that I am uncomfortable with having with my parents, especially especially about like my dating life. Okay. Because I think that though it is, though, though it's accepted, I still feel like you'd rather something else. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, and though you're cool with it, because it's like, I don't feel partially like if I'm talking to you about my relationship or me wanting, you know, or especially like me wanting to be with whomever, I don't think you would be in full support partially. Like, I don't feel like you would like be trying to give me genuine advice on, you know, how to save my relationships or how to really, you know, like I don't, I don't feel that. And so I'm still kind of navigating and I know partially it's, Cause I am one, I do people please and I'm getting better with like standing a lot more firmly in me and my shit and what I want. Yeah. But I people please by just not ever bringing it up. Mm. And I never, you know what I mean? Like I did, I, I recently had a breakup and like I am, me and my mama are super close. And for most other things in my life, she's my first call when something big, negative or positive happens to me. And when this, when that particular situation, and that was like the biggest and most painful thing I feel like I've experienced. Right. He was my first call because he feels safe to me. Yeah. And and I eventually talked to her afterwards, but it was like after a good week or so of you know being fucked up, and it was just like. But normally she's my first call, and I think that there's like a level of. Part of me feels like you'd celebrate. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. And like, I'm, you know, like, I've lost the man I thought was the love of my life. And I feel like you wouldn't be, I think you'd be happy about it. And part of that's a little, you know, so I think that I'm still navigating that. And because I do feel like I need to, like, how I need to, I want to be more like you and stand in the gap of, I don't like, I don't give a fuck with you comfortable. Yeah. And like, for the, and I'm real good with that with, with other people. But it's something about my mom and my dad. Because you want that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's okay and, to admit. Yeah. I think the question you should begin to ask yourself or consider mm-hmm. is, will you be okay without it? Mm. Or if you don't get it. And, and you know, I think that I will. Yeah. I think that I will. Like, you know, I think that they would still, the, the, I guess for me, I think that they would still show up for me, though. So, like, rather or not, I feel like, and that's maybe something that I will just have to deal with, is just, like, rather I feel like you're in full support of the love I have with whomever, I still feel like they show up for me because they know, I think they care more about me being happy. Period. Yeah. So, that's still, you know, that's cool. And Because I, I do want to, I want to start having more conversations with my dad because I know that how he and I love each other is impacting how I show up in my romantic relationships with correct. men. Correct. Because for the issue that I have and I'm about to start therapy for is I have an issue with vocalizing okay. 
positive things. Child, I got therapist and a life coach. Let me tell you. I ain't mad at it. Come on. Baby. My therapist yes. is both. Like, she, she, she does life coaching. She, thera- mm-hmm. she therapizes my ass. Yeah. But, like, but I feel it. I feel yeah. it. Yes. Ahead, like, I have a hard time with vocalizing good things. And that, like, because saying I love you to people is a physically jarring experience mm. for me. I remember the first time I was in college and me and my mama, you know, my mom has always said it to me all my life, but it was just something about, it was something about feeling like the requirement of having to say it back. Like she was, I was in college and we was on the phone and she said it to me before she got off the phone and I just hung the fuck up because what do I do with that? Like, do, like I don't know how to say that. And, like, it's still something to this day where, like, it's hard for me to... Because part of me feels like me saying it to you is inauthentic. I, I'd rather show you. Okay. And I know that comes with the fact that, like, me and my daddy literally have never vocalized. He, I, we have never told each other we love each other. We don't say good thi- Like, you know, like, I, he tells me, he's told me he's proud of me, things like that. Mm-hmm. But... I love you has only been written. And that's what I own. And I, and I have no problems with, let me tell you something about me in a card. I will fuck you up in a card emotionally. I'm going to give you a thing, a card, a text message. It's, I can write it. Yeah. But it's something about vocalizing it. And I feel, and, and I'm at a place and I'm a big believer in like life begins in it. Once I say it. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know what, I don't know why that's hard. A part of is something about it partially feels inauthentic, but then I know it's not. I know these are the it's at the tip of my tongue most times, but it's and it wants to just like fucking come out and just, mm-hmm. but it's that it's a barrier, and I yeah yeah hold space I for can't it. wait yeah can't wait yeah. you know, but. Yeah. Because, bitch, I'm going to say it to you regardless. And <laughs> he does it all the time. I feel it. I feel it. And it just makes me... I've gotten a lot better. He has. He has. And, it, you know, it, it, it is, it's a little easier with you. And Anka says it to me a lot. Mm. And I told... I, I, ended up, I had a conversation with her about it. Mm. Because she would say it to me. And I was like... And I, for, at first, I would just be like, All right, girl, I, well, I'll talk to you, baby. <laughs> Come here. Julius, but, I love you. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay then. That was, that, that was legit, and I yeah. But I, she and she didn't know there was a thing for me, and she was like, "Well, if you want me to stop," I was like, "No, I need it." Yeah. So like, I'm and a, that be know, the thing. It's good to yeah. Recognize what you need. Yeah. It's good to recognize so I'm trying. I'm working on it, and he says because I like I said like writing it. He'll he get those random messages, but when I'm drunk, I am an emotional wreck. It's the cancer cusp, and I but I will send him. He gets most of the text messages of, oh, my God, I love you. I appreciate you. So, like, Bless this, you. that, and that, yeah. you know. Save oh, us for the rest of the <laughs> I got a very, got very a, small oh, portion of insane, it. He like, oh, you, he caught me at a bad, I was triggered. Yeah, for and, sure. For and sure. And I was yeah. drunk, too, because I was like, for real, I don't know if I should be telling you this, but. Uh, <laughs> my ass. But, yeah, like, I, yeah. But I'm working. I'm working on yes, it. You I'm are. working towards it all, you know.